Hello, my party people. Ah, oh, this week. Mm, keep those seatbelts fastened. We still have some emotional turbulence, but we're going to use that crazy beat to also party. We're going to celebrate. We're going to do it one more time because we got a little bit of uh, some things to rinse and repeat on before we move forward. But we also have some fun things on the way. We have some juicy astrology. We're going to get into all of that and more. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. How the heck are you? This is your Cosmic Energy Report. I'm your girl, Maddie Murphy. Just call me your Cosmic Consultant. I have too many hyphenates to take up half the podcast. All of my labels. And what are labels anyway? They're meaningless. I'm basically here just to break down WTF is happening out there in the cosmos with the planets, the luminaries, all of that energy up there. How does it affect you down here? And how can you move through it with awareness and wisdom so that way you can just go on and live your best damn life okay so we're gonna do all that i'm gonna give you the key like themes for the week i try to break it all down all the astrology mumbo jumbo into language that i hope is accessible and digestible but i am a huge astro nerd so sometimes i go off we're also gonna talk about your moon report that's your emotional inner weather we look back a little bit. We talk about if astrology isn't real, then why the hell does all this crazy stuff happen out in the skies? Uh, we look back on the week that we just lived through. But today, before I get into all that, gotta make my announcements, you know? I gotta, I don't have paper. I'm on a laptop, but I wanna shuffle some paper. Like, mm-hmm. I am your news anchor with your announcements. So how are we doing? We're done with eclipse season officially. As of the full moon in Cap Daddy, we are done with eclipse season. If you're new here, eclipse season, you survived one of the most intense eclipse seasons. We had Mercury retrograde all embedded up in there. It was wild. It's like, has anybody ever done two crazy things at once? Like, I'm going to start a new job while renovating my house. Or like, I'm going to move across the country like while planning a wedding. Or like, whenever you just take on two massive things at once, and you're like, whoa, I'm at a breaking point. That's what having a Mercury retrograde during eclipse season. It's just like two things on their own that would take a lot of emotional, mental, physical, spiritual bandwidth from you. And then, mm jamming them together. So we made it through. You survived. I have a little asterisk, a little fine print, a little footnote on that to get to in the astrology energy report. But the thick of it, we're, we're out of the thick of it, into the thick of it. Backyard agains, hot on TikTok. I love it. So the announcements, we got through that. What else is happening? Okay, well, we have the Cosmic Fit Club members. So happy to meet you. If you didn't get in, we're going to be opening that enrollment again in September. 
2021. If you didn't get in, don't worry. We have a, tons of fun stuff we're talking about for you. We're talking about, we're just talking about it. We're not actually going to do anything about it though. No, we are talking about it. We are living it. We are planning it. We are getting it out in the world. We have, first of all, the return of the in-person events. If you are in the New York area, if you are a Long Island mystic, come through Montauk. We have an amazing event calendar this summer for 4th of July weekend. We're going to be at Hero Beach Club doing some energy healings, post-workout classes. We have free crystals at the Boneyard with Whalebone on Sunday. And then every week on Monday, 6 p.m. on the beach, sound bath with me. We're talking astrology, literally ass in the sand, not a beer in your hand. You can if you want to, but we're going to have water, just water there in your hand. And we have Neom Organics is sponsoring that. So we have like free essential oils and lotions and mm, it's just like everything you need on the ocean, crystal bowls, good vibes, multi-sensory experience. And then of course, that's free. Thank you, Hero Beach Club and Neom Organics. And then on Wednesday... We have crystals and cocktails. This is limited seating, so you have to get your tickets ahead of time. It's uh, in the back, beautiful setting of 8th Drifter, which is a amazing, magical, wanderlust homeware shop. They have the, literally curated the most amazing selection of homeware stuff, witchy accessories, cool uh, clothing, apparel, jewelry from all over the world. Um, they work with local and small artisans. I think it's primarily very women-centric in the makers there. It's just amazing. Eighth Drifter, check them out. Wednesdays, we have crystals and cocktails from 7.30 to 8.30. We have drinks, we have non-alcoholic beverages, and we dive into a cosmic wellness subject. We teach you how to read tarot or how to work with the moon or we do readings. So just check out our website, Cosmic RX. We have an event calendar for summer. If you're not in New York, if you're not in Montauk, let us know. Like, come email us info at CosmicRx. Where are you? Where do you want us to come to? Slide in my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. We're vax and wax. And after the summer, we're just gonna like. I want to get out there. I want to meet you. I want to squeeze you. I want to smell you. I keep saying that. I miss events. I miss just smelling people and like hugging them. Okay, is that weird? It's okay. I'm a little weird. It's fine. Moving on. Other announcements, again, if none of this applies to you, we have more offerings for you. We're going to be um, really, we redid our online courses. So we have a new platform through Kajabi. So we're going to have a self-guided astrology course. We have our self-love course. And we're going to be adding to that. That will be announced next week in July. And we also have our summer of love and magic. Some merch coming out, our Oracle decks all coming out. Mid, I think July 14th is the launch date for all that. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll do some pre-launch stuff here, Instagram or email newsletter. So just pay attention. And then the last thing that I wanted to say, or second to last thing, you know what? I'm on the TikToks. I'm an elder ass millennial, but I have fun. I literally get terrified of being on there though. Like I go on there, my videos get like 10 likes, 10 hits. I'm like, cool. Is that, is this thing on? Is anyone out here? And then I'll get like one video that goes viral, but I'm terrified because the comments are insane and everyone's coming at me and I'm like, ah, so I'm just trying to like, but then there are a lot of you who found me on TikTok who are awesome. I'm just trying to like balance, I'm trying to find like the equilibrium there of like, so just trying to find my TikTok voice, you know, that's what I'm doing with my summer. But we're going to do a free 28-day like mini moon manifesting challenge starting the new moon in Cancer. We're going to have you 
follow along on TikTok, and I'm just going to share a little tip of how to start working with the moon cycles, starting with the new moon, working all the way through 28 days of magic, of manifestation, of taking care and tending to your vibe. So if you're interested, come find me on TikTok, The Cosmic RX, just like the name of this podcast, hashtag branding. Oh, and I'll get into it, but the new moon in Cancer is on July 9th. Um, so next, oh, leave a rating review. If you like this podcast, share it with a baddie, share it with someone who's just a cosmic cutie. And you're like, hey, what's up? Hello. I think you will like this. If someone sent this to you, congratulations. They think you're a cosmic bad bitch. And they're like, this person needs in on this energy. So wow. Nice to meet you. Leave a rating, leave a review. Make sure if you leave a rating, you have your Instagram handle as your name so I can find you. We had our Aries season winner, our Taurus season winner. I just announced our Gemini winner. I haven't heard back from them. So if you are listening to this, um, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, but Igor Longiers, Longiers from Costa Rica. I DM'd you. Uh, you have a free birth chart reading with me or tarot reading any 60 minutes. Use them how you please. But if you want to take advantage of it, let me know. If not, we'll pick a new winner. But I'll wait till like the middle of the month, till July 14th to hear back from you. It really works. We really do it. Leave a rating review. Leave your Instagram handle. We will pick a winner for cancer season. Okay. So let's look at, I'm going to mix things up a little bit. Instead of doing the recap, the astro if astrology isn't real, I got so many good DMs from all y'all. Like just like, if astrology isn't real, then why... Oh, like someone sent me something about, oh my God, who was it? Okay. So I, to be honest, I didn't do my normal homework for astrology isn't real this week. Usually I take like two hours and just like comb through the interwebs because I wanted to talk about if astrology isn't real, then why are we in the USA's Pluto return? Quickly, this could be a whole podcast. I could do literally like a four hour webinar on this. You guys know me. You've been to my 2021 webinar. That was like three hours of me talking about astrology for the year right now. Everything has a birth chart, first of all. Sorry, the wind just slammed a door and I got so scared. Ghosts are up in here in this podcast right now. So everything has a birth chart, right? Everything, businesses, countries have a birth chart, events have birth charts, and the USA has one too. So we are coming up again almost on the 4th of July. So the 4th of July is quite literally the solar return of the USA, it's the birthday. So the USA is a cancer, which makes sense, right? If astrology isn't real, then why is the USA a cancer? Even like the Statue of Liberty, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses. That is some cancer shit, right? And everything about the USA is about home energy, like the American dream, you get a home. But of course, everything has a shadow energy. And that's just what I wanted to talk about a little bit on this if astrology isn't real, because we are in our Pluto return as a nation which I'll get into in a moment, which is basically asking us, Pluto return is like a Saturn return times a million. Any return, when you hear that, is when a planet returns to the mark it started in of a significant event in your life, okay? Like your solar return is when the sun returns to the same place in the sky at your birthday every year. Like, uh, you know, terrible twos, we talk about that with toddlers. That's your Mars return. Mars returns back to that spot. The 27 Club, we hear about these celebrities. That's a progressed lunar return mixed with a Saturn return, okay? As humans, we don't go through a Pluto return because Pluto takes 250 years to return. So people don't experience it, but countries do. And 
Pluto, we know, is the lord of the underworld. So when a Pluto return happens, we are being asked to do shadow work on the real, real, like on the next level. Like, where is the dark underbelly of our society? What were the shadowy, not great constructs that our country was built on? What is the stuff that we don't look at, we don't talk about? Let's bring it up. This all started in 2008, but it hasn't even hit its head yet. 2020 was a dumpster fire. We know that in the best way possible. Like we are phoenixes emerging from a dumpster fire. We are dumpster phoenixes, phoenix eye. But it's honestly, that just was kind of breaking down and acting like a big wake up call for us to get ready for what's going to bubble up out of the USA's collective shadow work in 2022 to 2025. So we're in the Pluto return. We are in the shadow work central for the USA. So the USA, let's, let's talk about it. Cancer, we want to look at the shadow energy of ourselves as a nation to best understand how we can move through these next few years and use this, what is definitely going to be a revolution happening for the most positive outcome and of course the most equity and the most justice for all people, what we're supposed to be founded on. Yeah. So July 4th, 1776, a lot of people, there's been debate back and forth. Most astrologers use the time 5, 10 PM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's the birth chart. Okay. So we have a few things. We have cancer energy is the sun. So What's the shadow of cancer energy? It can be controlling, it could be manipulative, but one of the things that we can see as a country, cancer energy shadow is ethnocentrism. Ethnocentrism. Am I saying that? Ethnocentric. To be ethnocentric, to be xenophobic, to be that like hyper patriotism, that feeling of like cancer, like we only, we don't want anyone coming in. We only care about ourselves. We care about the home so much that we start then to fear the other and people that aren't like us. So that's some big talk, you know, cancer shadow. But we also have within that we're supposed to be nurturing. We're supposed to be protective of home and family. We're supposed to have a deep love. We're supposed to have that Lady Liberty energy. But the Cancer energy has tipped. It's tipped the scales a little bit into that more like keeping people out. Cancer is also obsessed with security. And that's something we saw a lot in our society. But of course, over the past like year, 2020, these people clinging to security. Almost every issue we faced in 2020 and before that comes from this feeling of like, a fear, like a a collective root chakra fear of security, that if I give something to someone else or I like step away from capitalism or if we step away, you know, you know, looking to amplify more uh, marginalized voices of marginalized humans, or if we are looking to change any structure that we know is not working inherently, you know, even people who defend billionaires, I'm like, why? A lot of this comes down to this fear of security you have for yourself and your family. For some reason, people out there think that if you say Black Lives Matter, that that's a threat to them. Why? 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 This is some shadow shit cancer energy about this like innate, inherent, intergenerational, deep fear of security. Okay, so we got to work on that shit on the individual level and the collective level. Some other fascinating things that we're going to just like, again, I'm not going to spend too much time on this today. I'm just interested to talk about it with the 4th of July. It's the USA's birthday. So I'm reading the USA to filth right now. You're welcome. Happy birthday. 
The USA also has an Aquarius moon. Shout out to my Aquarius moons. I love you. It's in the third house. Aquarius, freedom, innovation, progress, revolution, rebellion, third house, speech, bam. What are the one of the things that our country is based on, founded on? Freedom of speech, freedom of thought, um, this ability to innovate and think and go bigger and go wider and just some rebellious shit. Hello, Boston Tea Party. Like Aquarius moons have a born rebellious streak in them. So that is us. Okay. But then the shadow energy of Aquarius moon can be emotional detachment. It can be too analytical, thinking about things too much from a black and white perspective. Again, not going to get into the total nitty gritty of that. But as a nation, again, when we start valuing people of profits or property over people, that's when we could be a little bit like, hello, goodbye. Let's just, let's just try to remember the empathy there a little bit for people. And then oh, what are the things? Mars is in Gemini in the USA's birth chart, which is that like division of power, divided we fall, you know, united we stand kind of a thing. Mars and Gemini wants us to be together and unified, but Mars and Gemini shadow energy can be divisive. Gemini is two. Gemini rules opposition of thought and Gemini shadow energy can be constantly just debating back and forth as a form of energy without actually unifying and getting somewhere. Okay. And then we have Sagittarius rising. Sagittarius rising. Jupiter is the chart ruler for the USA. Sag rising, land of the free, home of the brave, baby. Sagittarius rising is freedom. Sagittarius rising is optimism. Why do people come here? Why do people start coming here? Why, you know, did millions of people come through Ellis Island? Why do people still cross the borders with their families, even if they're putting their life in peril? Because there is an innate optimism in the USA's birth chart. There is like, there is something better here waiting for you than you left behind. Ooh, it's so beautiful. But of course, Sag rising has its own shadow energy. The, the shadow of Sag ruled by Jupiter is consumption. More, more. We need more. Keeping up with the Joneses. We need more. The big, the gas guzzling SUVs. We need more malls. We need more. We need all of this. And like kind of this hoarding consumption. Jupiter never is satiated. Jupiter always wants more. So with the Sagittarius shadow energy of that, it's like we consume a lot and we don't care about what happens after the thing is consumed, right? We just throw it in our garbage and someone else takes care of it. We get rid of it and we treat people this way too. And it's not great. So I just wanted to give a little deep dive into that because, or mini deep dive, because the Pluto return, we're going through some deep karmic churnings. We are every bit of power, any kind of corruption going to be exposed, any false heroes, false leaders exposed. There's going to be a lot of collapsing and rebuilding aha moments after the dust settles. There's going to be a lot of that stuff coming up at the collective psyche. And the more we ignore it and act like it doesn't exist, the harder it's going to hit us upside the back of our head. So I don't know about you. I'm all about regeneration, evolution with grace and ease. So I'm just trying to pay attention, figure out my part in this and fucking unlearn what I need to and advocate for the systems, the systemic change that we need. Okay. It's not easy. Don't know what I'm doing half the time, but this is just the Pluto return of the country too. It's going to go in the second house of finance, security, worth, values, what we value. So we have to start really acting in this country like we value each other's life. That human life has inherent value. I don't care 
who you are, where you're from, who you love, what color your skin is, where you came from. Are you quote unquote a citizen or not? Does your body like, is it different than mine? Is it different abilities? Fuck it. We all have the human life has value and we need to act like that. And we need to have policy changes that reflect that. And we need to vote with our dollar and we need to vote and we need to stand up and advocate or else it's going to get messy. Okay. There's so much I can talk about. Oh, I'm going to stop myself. I'm already 20 minutes into this podcast. Let me know if you want to do like a webinar on the U.S.'s Pluto return. We could do that. We could record it. Y'all, it gets me hyped up. Astrology. If astrology isn't real, then why is all of that? Why is all that a thing? That everything that I just said. <laughs> okay. As we move into the 4th of July weekend, I want us to think about this. Okay. I want us to think about all the shadow work and how it manifests in us and how we carry that and how we partake in it and noticing what we will and will not consent to as we move, as we move forward. So into back to the moon, bringing it back down to the inner world. Imagine we're just zooming back into the inner world. I just took you out, out, way out, like 300 years of fucking nonsense. This week, where we're at, we only have the here and now. Am I right? July 2nd to the 9th, your moon report. So the moon, if you're new here, the moon helps dictate your inner world, your emotional world, how you respond to emotional stimuli, how you take care of yourself, how you nurture yourself, how you can best understand your inner child's responses as you move through the week. So I like to plan my self-care. I like to plan things around the moon zodiac sign the moon is in. So Friday, when this comes out, moon is in Aries. Ooh, whenever that moon is in Aries, it is like hot. It is feisty. It is direct. It wants action. Moon in Aries gets frustrated very easily. So watch out for where you get frustrated. Take deep breaths. Have an outlet. I just, the moon is in Aries. I do like crazy cardio. Like I'm not a cardio person, but I do because I have to get that energy out of me and I need space on moon and Aries days. I try to not overpack, overschedule myself. Then we have, because the universe is loving and wise, there's a divine rhythm to life. We have Saturday and Sunday. And moving into Monday, the moon's in Taurus. The moon in Taurus grounds us after all that Aries heat. Aries also activates new ideas. So moon in Taurus days, ground yourself. Ground, do something practical. Do something that feels grounding in your body. Like again, we're talking physical. This is a good day to do like yoga, stretching, get a massage, be in the earth. Go in your garden this weekend. Moon in Taurus energy, it feels good to be connected to your five senses and to do something that's just also very earthy, very practical. Then we have Monday into Tuesday and Wednesday, we have the moons in Gemini. So get ready to feel chatty, feel social, moon in Gemini. You might feel ideas buzzing. You might feel things percolating. Follow those hits. It's a good day to teach, write, communicate, speak, make a presentation. But watch out, moon in Gemini can make you anxious. Gemini moves really fast and that's your moon, that's your inner world. So emotions are moving fast, thoughts are moving fast. This is like cosmic cocktail for anxiety. So ground yourself, take care of yourself. If you are an anxious person, make sure you have your medications, make sure you have your ways to self-regulate, take care of your nervous system those days. And then we end out on Thursday, the moon goes into Cancer at 9.50 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and thus begins our new moon in Cancer time, which I'm going to talk about, which is a beautiful new beginning, a new chapter, our first new moon in a very long time that we can do some active manifestation work under. 
So, oh my goodness, my podcasts have been so long. I'm going like way over my 30 minute mark with these energy reports the past two weeks. But last week I wanted to talk about Brittany and this week I want to talk about the U.S. is Pluto return. Brittany and the U.S. have some very interesting things happening in both their charts. I really want to make a TikTok about it. I just don't know if I can synthesize that down into like 60 seconds. Okay, so let's talk about our planetary planning. Let's talk about the week ahead, what we're expecting. Okay, first off the bat, bad news first, right? I'm always a bad news first person. I'm like, just give it to me, punch me in the face with the bad news, and then hug me and love me and squeeze me with the good news. So eclipse season is done, like I said, but what happens, now bear with me, this is astrology mumbo jumbo, Mercury was retrograde. Mercury had the illusion of spinning backwards. Mercury was in these different degrees in the sky and it was like charged up with eclipse energy. It's like Mercury gathered some eclipse season energy and now Mercury is going direct back through those same degrees it was in during retrograde. So through July 7th, we might experience little hits, little comeback moments, little like, oop, not done with you yet moments of things we experienced during Mercury retrograde. And all of this, Mercury square Neptune. So there are still some things coming up, secrets being revealed. And I just want to give everyone a little bit of a permission to be compassionate with yourself. When Mercury is square Neptune, it can make you feel lost. It can make you feel, I mean, Mercury is your thoughts. Neptune is like fog, illusion. You might just feel unclear right now. You might feel confused on your direction in life. You might feel doubting of yourself of like, oh my God, like, did I mess up? Am I behind? What am I doing with my life? Did I mess up this choice? That's it. The where, where am I going? What am I doing is kind of the collective consciousness right now. So just take a deep breath. No, it's not just you. You haven't fucked up your life beyond repair. I promise you that. And I want you to think about certain things like certain mantras during this time really help. You know, that which is meant for me will not miss me. You're trusting it. You know, I trust my divine timing. I trust myself. That was a huge breakthrough I had a few years ago. I was just like, I trust my divine timing and your time schedule and your life doesn't have to and won't and shouldn't look like anyone else's, okay? I also want you to think about my block is my blessing. If some that's a big Saturn square Uranus mantra, this that's the big signature transit of 2021 is Saturn square Uranus. What is the liberation in your limitation and where is your block, your blessing? Where is the thing that hasn't worked out? How can you reframe your mind and rewrite that story and change that narrative that maybe that thing's not working out in your best interest, okay? Just some things to think about. There's emotional turbulence right now. I I hate to break it to you, but that's just the freaking theme of 2021. I was looking back through some old tweets to find something and I saw that I tweeted in like January. If you don't like chaos magic, you're not gonna like 2021. And I retweeted it because I'm like, I stand by that because that is this year. It's like chaos, disruption, but there is alchemy, there is change, there is transformation, there is magic happening if we can see it and allow it and follow the call of where we're being called to change a structure or a system in our life. So on top of that, you know, right now we have Venus and Mars and Leo. It is hot girl summer energy. It is main character energy. The shadow energy can also be drama queen energy. So watch out for that. Mars and Leo is very interested in actions that affect you, the I. What do I get out of this? What do I do? Which is great. Use that. Move forward. Be the main character. But don't be a main character like freaking Carrie Bradshaw, where everything is about you and you're not paying attention to anyone else. And, you know, we have seasons of life where we really want to advocate and be our own main character. But we also want to like 
acknowledge everyone else and what they're doing too. <laughs> so it's a balance, right? Everything's a balance with astrology and self-growth. And I should, I talked about it a little bit before, but Venus and Leo and Mars and Leo, they are like want to flex. They want to have hot girl summer. They want to have thirst traps and just rock like very dramatic, beautiful makeup and wear over the top neon spandex. And I want you to do all of that, but I want you to remember that they're making some tricky aspects with the Saturn and Uranus freaking signature of 2021. So you might feel like, and I talked about it, you might feel like people aren't accepting of you doing that. Or you might feel like some people don't want to see you shine, or you might feel like your ego is getting bruised in certain moments by rejection. Rejection is protection. Another mantra, my rejection is my protection. And I also with Mars and Venus and Leo making that aspect with Saturn and Uranus, there might be a change that needs to happen in the people around you, Saturn and Aquarius, your friend groups. If your friends don't cheer for you when you're living your best life, if they don't clap for you when you post a secret thrift trap or fall in love, like you might need new friends. Sorry to tell you that, but you heard it here first. And I want you to think about with Venus and Mars and Leo, I've been talking a lot about being sexy, feeling turned on, feeling magnetic, feeling hot girl summer. And you know, I mean, hot girl summer is like healthy girl summer, intuitive girl summer. It's the whole bag. It's like taking care of yourself, girl summer. But like when it comes down to it, the sexiest thing is authenticity, is being yourself. So if you're not like a neon spandex tight cheetah print wearing person, that's not sexy to you. Don't do that. If being sexy to you, like I'm a person who's like, oh, I love wearing like a little, you know, sundress with vans. Like that's really sexy to me. Or if, you know, speaking your truth is very sexy. Being yourself is sexy because being yourself makes you magnetic. Being yourself is about alignment. Alignment is sexy. Okay. So I just want to say that as a little side note on all the Leo energy we have going on. And that's what Leo is all about. Heart and spine rules Leo. Standing tall, spine, straight, high posture, crown shit. Don't let that crown fall off. Standing tall in your truth, in your heart in your heart's desires, in your heart's needs, in your heart's also not your ego, not your projection of yourself, but your true heart, okay? What does it want? How does it feel good? How can you listen to that more? Okay, so that's happening. And that's just kind of like the vibe for all of July. But through the 7th, I want us to think about what's coming up. If there's something that's coming up, from Mercury retrograde eclipse season, how can you face it head on? That's our cancer season medicine to be direct. Don't be passive aggressive. Don't let it bubble up and boil over. Just nip it in the bud, face it head on. This whole year we're revising structures, all right? Look at where you have Taurus and Aquarius in your chart. This is gonna give you some glimpses into what are some big changes and structures that are happening in your life right now where you're being called to do something differently, all right? You have Uranus there in the Taurus. That's the change part of your chart. And then wherever you have Aquarius, Saturn is there. It's asking for some new structures, accountability, self-agency, responsibility, enough is enough, putting up boundaries, all of that. And then the last, like the juiciest part of the week is what we end on July 9th here. So we have on July 9th, we have our new moon in Cancer and I love it. We have it in 18 degrees Cancer. Shout out to any of my Cancer moons. This is your new moon, your emotional new beginning. All of us will feel this wherever we have Cancer in your chart and it's in 18 degrees. So if you have 10 to 20 degrees or 10 to like 28 degrees of Cancer in your chart, you're going to feel it, but also anywhere where you have cardinal energy. That's Aries, that's Libra, that's Capricorn. You're also going to feel it, okay? And the theme for this new moon really feels like to me swimming in love and creativity. 
on July 9th, we have, this is our first new moon after eclipse season. And yes, it's like after a wild storm comes, there has been some, you know, trees and power lines down that feeling of like, there's debris in the street. That's our emotional debris. But there's also this feeling of like being cleansed, right? There's this feeling of like clarity that comes through and we're like taking stock of everything. And in some ways, the world feels a little bit shinier, a little brighter, a little like full of hope. I want us to feel into that. And this is like our celestial reset. It's a time to start a new cycle, to do an initiation around healing, around connecting to your intuition more, about cultivating abundance, you know, changing your energy to match your life that you want to call in. Cancer also is about security. Um, it's connected to home, family, ancestry, um, self-nurturing. So this is just a great time all around to check in with yourself, recommit to your personal goals, to commit to your personal growth, to how are you taking care of your energy or not taking care of your energy? How are you honoring your feelings and your emotions? All of this, if you're looking to make a big change to like your house in any way, this is a great time to start, whether it's like planning a move or a renovation or maybe adding a sacred space or an altar to your home. So all of this is is, is a time, okay? We're really, cancer season wants to remind us that we are held, we are taken care of, we are nourished, we are nurtured, and there is more than enough to go around. The universe supports us when we look at the world through a lens in which we know that there is more than enough. There is more than enough for everyone. This shout out back to my original rambling about the US's Pluto return. We heal the shadow of our country of not clinging onto things with this scarcity, with this lack mindset. We shift our mentality and see all the abundance around us. So that's your homework for your new moon in Cancer is I want you to notice all the abundance around you. And I want you to notice where you're clinging on to anything, where you have any resistance around like fear of something being provided for you. And how can you dissolve that? And how can you release that? And how can you embrace ease and flow and just the infinite supply of the universe? All right. That and of course, do your new moon practices, sit down, put pen to paper, write what you're manifesting for the next six months. Of course, of course. But I want you to enjoy all that, okay? And enjoy the creativity that might come through. Venus is going to be applying in a conjunction to Mars and Leo during the new moon. So you might have some ideas. You might be feeling really playful. You might have a hit from your inner child of something that's like, hey, your inner child wants something from you. And you now as an adult or someone who's attempting the adulting process can be like, yeah, we can make that happen. We can do that. We can absolutely do that. <laughs> like I just think about sometimes stuff you wanted to do as a kid, but you couldn't. You didn't have the money, agency, advocacy, resources. And now as an adult, you're like, I can take horseback riding lessons, I guess, if I want, or I can buy a paint kit, or I can, whatever it is, follow that uh, inner child hit over the new moon, okay? It's going to lead you somewhere beautiful. So that's it for this week. Thank you all for being here. And thank you all for just your love. I love your DMs. I love last week hearing how many of you fucking love Brittany too, like me and see just the uh, the the tragedy of her story, but also how it relates into something way bigger about how we treat women and their sexuality and their agency and mental health and disability rights and fertility rights. And there's, it's like so cool to, you know, just hear from all of you and your stories and your takes on that. I love it. Keep it coming. Slide into my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. Tag us in whatever you're doing. If you're doing something new, moonlicious, upgrading your home, your altar, you're at the ocean, tag me, tag at the Cosmic RX, and I will see you, Cosmic Cuties, you bad bitches, next week. All right? Sending you so much love. Mwah. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.